Plenty of people have said it and talked about it. But what if, what if Robbie Ashford is the next Malik Willis? Freezing temperatures are likely for several hours inland and a few hours closer to the coast. Yes. You are Locked On Auburn, your daily podcast on the Auburn Tigers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Yes, welcome on into Locked On Auburn, your daily Auburn Tigers podcast. I'm your host, Zach Blackerby, and thank you so much for making Locked On Auburn your first listen every single day. This episode is brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook, the official sportsbook of Locked On. Make every moment more. Visit FanDuel.com slash Locked On today to get started. Happy Charlie Tuesday to all who celebrates Auburn message board legend Charlie Five. Joins us as he does every single Tuesday and Look, ever since Hugh Freeze was on the hot board and eventually was named Auburn's head football coach, it was impossible not to tie, okay, well, what he did with Malik Willis, maybe he could do it with Robbie Ashford. And so let's just speculate. Let's speculate just for a second, Charlie Five. What if, what if Malik Willis 2.0 in fact is... Robbie Ashford. What does that mean for Auburn? What's it mean for Robbie? What's it mean for uh, for Hugh Freeze? So what I mean when you say that, is that just like what if he performs like has a similar stat line? Like is that kind of what your your line of thinking? Yeah, when, I, when I think so. Or just uh, overall impact on an offense. You know, the the next guy that Hugh Freeze gets his hands on, and then he just flourishes in sure. that offensive system. So I mean, uh, Malik's senior year. He threw for 2,800 yards, 27 touchdowns, uh, 12 interceptions, and he didn't have as big of a rushing – I'm sorry, yeah, he did. He um, 891 rushing yards and 13 touchdowns. So roughly, uh, you know – 40 touchdown season? 3,500 uh, 3, yards from scrimmage and, and 40 touchdowns. Um, I mean, you're going to win a lot of football games. You're going to win a ton of football games. And uh, it looked like – his Malik's first year, um, Freeze really kind of eased him into the passing game because he only threw yeah. for like uh, I say only uh, he only threw for like twenty three hundred yards his first year, um, but he, and he ran a lot. He ran for almost a thousand yards. So uh, and then the the, uh, the the playbook opens up after that um, once once he kind of figures out what you can do and and what what you feel comfortable with. Um, man. I, I, I mean, I'm just saying, if 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 Robbie as explosively and he may be more dynamic, a more dynamic runner, believe it or not. I mean, I think so. Uh, for the Malik, he may not have the top end speed, but I think he may have a little bit more, you know, side to side wiggle. Like Malik was just sort of a one one read and go uh, uh, kind of guy. It. Yeah, I get it. Um, I mean, if he's able to complete sixty percent of his passes, like. Mm-hmm. Just I, to me, sixty percent is the if he can complete uh, complete sixty percent of his passes, he's going to be a deadly quarterback. He's going to be a deadly, deadly weapon. Um, and and th- Freeze seems to thrive with with guys kind of like this. So um, if he could be anywhere in the vicinity of a Malik, you're going to win a lot of football games. You're going to be an explosive, exciting offense. Now, obviously, you don't get to what year three, Malik Willis. Um, I don't think Robbie's going to do that. Right? Like, I don't think he's going to have 3,500 yards and 40 touchdowns right. in 2023. But I, I think he could have, I mean, I still think he could have 2,800 to 3,000 yards from scrimmage. I don't know how much 
He's going to be able to protect the football. You know, I, I expect him to probably turn it over a little bit higher rate than Malik did in his third year under Hugh Freeze. But still, like, if you do that, Charlie Five, I mean, nine and three is totally reasonable, in my opinion. Am I off on that or am I booking? No, I, I think you're, I think that's totally, totally understandable. I mean, heck, he had, uh, let's see, he had, uh, 23, 2300 yards, uh, total offense last year. Mm-hmm. And he wasn't even the full-time starter That's the whole point. year. So, uh, I mean, and that's in this type of op- the, the offense that we were in now was it, he wasn't very efficient at times. Uh, he turned the ball over a lot, mm-hmm. but I mean, people, one thing about Robbie, like people at like, that's the book is written. Like you can't get better. Like that's just, there's nothing, nothing to it. You just can't I mean, get can, better. Can you blame Auburn people for thinking that way? No, I can't. I, I mean, and I get it. I get it because when's the last time you saw a quarterback get better from one year to the other? You could argue Bo Nix, but uh, a, a little bit under Harson. But that that yeah. regime is is not. I actually here. think you could argue a lot of more people than people really want to have the conversation about. But still, like the end product wasn't what it should have been. Right. right? Correct. Like, like, did Nick Marshall get better from 13 to 14? Yes, but, like, that year wasn't about, like, Nick Marshall's shortcoming. I mean, he scored a ridiculous amount of points in the Iron Bowl and still lost. Like, that's just not – that right. wasn't really it. But And that doesn't really fit a lot of people's narratives. But as as a general rule, um, yeah, I mean, I, I think the development aspect of quarterbacks at Auburn for the past decade has been – it's been tough. But, like, did Sean White get better? Sure. I think he got better over his time at Auburn, but like how it ended and like he was an elite 11 quarterback. He like, he never hit that status. Jeremy Johnson right. got better. Right. But just, we, we thought he was coming way better than, than he was sure. um, at, at any point. And so it was just, it was a total bummer, total, total bummer, but statistically he got better from year to year. It's just the floor was so much lower than we thought it would be. So yeah, I mean, it, it's, it's left a lot to be desired. I mean, what we did to Jarrett Stidham was like criminal. I just, uh, unbelievably bad like how did that happen how did he take that big of a step back like we ruined him and then he goes to the nfl and it's like yeah okay like you're you're a you're an nfl quarterback you're a top 62 quarterback in the world like good for good for you so um yeah so like i don't blame them for feeling that way but you gotta think and we thought it would change under harson and it didn't surely surely it's gonna change under um under hugh freeze well, you got not only Hugh Freeze, but you have you know you have two other top you know sure uh, top core, uh, QB coaches with just unreal resumes. Um, so uh, I don't again I don't know that Robbie is for sure for sure the plan, but like I'm not necessarily concerned if if that's that's who we end up rolling with, uh, and we bring in somebody to help build the like a depth piece to help build the room and compete with Holden and you know, and, and Hank and whatnot. Uh, but the, the back to the Genesis or the, the, the first question is what if Robbie is like Malik, if Robbie is, if Robbie is a 60% passer, if Robbie can complete 60% of his passes, Auburn is a hard beat. Mm-hmm. Auburn is going to be hard to beat Auburn. It's going to be hard to stop that offense. In my opinion, if Robbie Ashford has the jump that Malik Willis did, does Robbie finish his Auburn career with an SEC championship? Uh, maybe not do an it. SEC no, championship, but a, but a play, but a playoff do appearance. It. I'll say that. I'd rather say, have that anyway. That's I'll fine. say a playoff appearance because like anything can happen in the SEC. If you lose yeah. one game, 
uh, you really lose. It's like losing two games uh, because you got to outright win it to get into the, you know, to win the West. And I don't even know how the divisions are going to work whenever they go to the 12-team playoff. But if Robbie, if Robbie can get to a 60, anywhere between 60 mm-hmm. and 65% passer, you're talking about a playoff appearance uh, in two seasons. I love that. I absolutely love it. Charlie Five. I also love our partner at FanDuel Sportsbook. Be sure to give these guys some love and the NFL playoffs are here. And we're excited about our new sports betting partner for Locked On because they're the number one sports book in America, FanDuel. If you're new to FanDuel, that's even better because they have so many features that make betting on sports fun and easy. And when you sign up at FanDuel, uh, just go to FanDuel.com slash locked on. And new customers that join today to get started with $150 in free bets guaranteed when you place your first $5 bet. Bet $5, you get $150 back. Are you kidding me? And look, if you uh, we're booging already on the show today, but if you want to boog even more, looking at the FanDuel Sportsbook, Auburn's odds to make the final four plus 2,100. So put that free 150 down on that if you're feeling it, folks. Seriously, check out our friends at uh, at FanDuel. Make every moment more with FanDuel, the official sportsbook partner of the NFL. Charlie Five, our guest, as he is every single Tuesday. And since uh, since the last show went up, Charlie Five, Auburn now has a five-star yes. in this 2023 class. Keldrick Falk getting that fifth star courtesy of Rivals which is obviously very, very exciting. And I don't think it changes my opinion on him. I think Keldrick Falk is the most talented guy in this class, either him or Jeremiah Cobb, in my opinion. And I don't think that really changes. Um, that fifth star doesn't automatically guarantee him more playing time. I think he's going to get playing time anyway. I think he's going to be in the rotation fighting for uh, snaps and reps with, with Dylan Brooks and Elijah McAllister. But still, really, really cool to see that Hugh Freeze came in got Keldrick Falk and ended up in the, uh, getting a five-star flip out of it away from Florida State. See, I actually think it's a huge deal. And let me tell you why I think it's a huge deal. So okay, he me. played uh, – Falk played at a lower classification. So those guys on the defensive line always worry me, okay? They always typically have incredible uh, measurables, but yeah. the level of competition that – it's just a huge step. Highland Holmes, three or four A, I think. Yeah, they're maybe, going up against 180 pound left tackles or whatever. Right, right. right. And yeah. he's killing people. Okay, so yeah. At the end of the season, he was the 79th or 80th player on Rivals ranking. We always say Rivals is the best rankings of, of, of all. So especially, yeah, especially but, when evaluating Keldrick Falk, there's no yeah, question. especially. But so, uh, so at the end of the season, after all his football playing's done and the Alabama Mississippi All Star game, he's right around the 80th ranked player. Okay, so how does he jump from 80 to inside the top 20? That's from dominating at the All-American game. The Mm -hmm. All-American game practices where he's going up against more of the best, the best offensive linemen. Uh, Think about that. The best left tackles in the country, uh, the best guards in the country. And he was playing nose guard a lot, too. Uh, He's playing all over the all over the field. Uh, So he jumped because he was the one of the most dominant players uh, at the game of all dominant players. So yeah. that's where I'm like, okay, this kid's game translates to the college level. And he he's like weighed ready. in at 262, right? Like he's just physically, yes. like he's farther physically along than we realized. 
way further physically along than 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 I imagine. I was I was thinking, you know, he's probably going to come in around, you know, 6'5", 240, you know, be a little very lean. This is a big physically mature kid who can yeah. run. Like right now, I'm, I mean, this this is this is an avatar. He's an avatar. I mean, he's he is like a fake creative player. Uh, uh, coming in as a true freshman. Like if you recruited him on NCAA and you bring him in, he's an 86 to start off with. Like that's as a that's true how, freshman, that's 86 get, overall. Wow. When you when you get, that's like the top five star you can get. He's like an 86 overall. I mean, this kid. That's what excites me because I was very concerned about level of competition, and he comes in, uh, and and he he elevates his ranking by dominating more players that dominate everybody else. So like he 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 just he whipped the best in the country to get his ranking and that that fires me up. That fires me up. Yeah, and and I've got a full theory on how I think the edge rotation is going to go and we'll save that for another show cuz I think we could do like literally 30 minutes on on this one topic, Charlie Five. Yes. Um but you're impressed and you also you're getting fired up because it kind of came out of the la- that last visit. And yes. it just seems like all these kids just love Hugh Freeze. Yeah, I mean, it, it, he on three had an article and they quoted him where he was. I can't. I'm just going to paraphrase it. I don't, I don't have it in front of me, but it's yeah. like, hey, I was uncomfortable with the way things were before, and I was uncomfortable, and I was still uncomfortable all the way up until the last weekend uh, before signing day. And Hugh convinced me to come uh, to Auburn on an official visit because I got you know he got to retake his official so- visit. So when I read that quote and it, and it came out and it was in everybody's story on early signing day when he officially flipped, but I read that more as he just didn't like Harson and didn't like the like that like he would have gone to Auburn if it wasn't for Harson like that's the way but, that so many people unpacked that. Sure, sure, I get that, I get that, and I could see that. But if that were the case, why did it take until? The Sunday before the dead period, before he was ready to, I got you to flip. Like I got you. Uh, Hugh Hugh was in town. Ta- Hugh was in town for two or three weeks before before early signing day. So he mm-hmm. it was the end of De- the very first of December. Uh, signing day was December twenty first. So that's three weeks. Um, I sure. mean, and you, and you obviously don't have the full three weeks. So let's just say it's tw- uh, eighteen days, nineteen days. It took until. Uh, they it took him to uh, them to get him on campus day like seventeen and eighteen, and all it took was that 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 meeting. They had they said he was in the golf cart with Keldrick Falk. Like that doesn't happen. Like Hugh Freeze, Keldrick Falk, one hundred percent of the time locked him down, and and he talked about how uh, you know Auburn was my number one school. I was uncomfortable. Now I just I know it's the, I know it's the right place. And then I want to kind of parlay that because you're starting to hear a lot of these things that sort of confirm yeah. what we what we believe we would be getting with Hugh Freeze. Uh, you got Alvin Henderson from Elba, Alabama, who is the number one running back for the 2025 class. Okay, and yeah. not in Alabama, in the whole country. Okay, mm-hmm. he was here this past weekend and said something along the lines of, "I've met a lot of coaches. I've never had a connection." Like I had the first time I met with a coach, the first time I, I met Hugh Freeze, and like, wow, that's just that. That's what we're. That's what we that that were able to sort of uh, look past a lot, like sort of look past what had happened in the past. That that's kind of what we expected. Is that a guy 
the guy can can connect with with college kids. The guy can connect on the trail with families. Right. He can he can relate, and and he's going to be an absolute dog on on the recruiting trail. And I think Keldrick Falk. I mean, we haven't had a five star. Uh, I I can't remember the last one we had under Gus. I, I have to really really think. Um, Bo Bo Nix and Owen Papo are the last five stars we got. There you go. So Bo Nix and Owen Papo, and I don't even think. You know, Bo Nix. It was a few different, a few different. Um, yeah, he was a four star in some places. Yeah. Four star in some places. I think Owen was pretty much a consensus, consensus five star. But you know, that's four. What four years ago? You know, over over four classes ago. So yeah, I mean, Owen's down there in the Senior Bowl. So I mean, yeah, yeah, exactly. So I mean, you walk in and you and you you flip. Not only do you get a five star, you flip a five star. So mm-hmm. uh, it's big deal, man. We're just, this is big boy recruiting and. Uh, I know we're going to talk about it in just a minute, but you got junior day coming up and there's so much going on there uh, to talk about as well. Yeah, no, you, you teed it up junior day, what this weekend means for Auburn moving forward and just the program as a whole. Can Hugh Freeze and this staff pull out something incredible and kind of get Auburn back on track? We'll touch on that in just a moment right here on Locked on Auburn. Charlie Five, I know you do all of your Auburn shopping at this place, as do I. Alumni Hall. Oh, yeah. Uh, they've got physical locations in Auburn and Opelika and in Huntsville as well. And if you're not in any of those markets, one, that stinks. Total bummer. <laughs> Just kidding. No, go to alumnihall.com. They've got the apparel, the jerseys, hats, drinkware, wall art, you name it. They've got it. They actually have pictures of Charlie Five up that you can purchase. That's Full not size. true. That's not Full true. Body size. Um, but uh, Charlie Five does like to go there. So if you want to be more like Charlie Five, you can go to alumnihall.com. Most recent thing you bought from Alumni Hall was what, Charlie Five? Uh, I bought a uh, sideline polo. You can get all the sideline polos, uh, Under Armour sideline polos at Alumni go. Hall when they yep. come out. Yep. If you want to be like Carnell Williams, do that. So if you're an Auburn student uh, or faculty or military, you can receive 10% off all in-store purchases with an ID. So go check out Alumni Hall in Auburn, Opelika, and Huntsville, or alumnihall.com. Charlie Five, this weekend is Junior Day, and so these are class of 2024 guys. Several folks have commented on uh, yesterday's YouTube show, talk about the 2024 class. All right, we're about to do it. This is a huge week, uh, weekend rather, for uh, for all these kids coming in, Charlie Five. And this is kind of a this is kind of a span where you see some kids commit. You know, right now yep. Auburn's got Auburn's got one guy in the 2024 class. Uh, Amon Hall is that his name? Amon Lane. Okay, Amon Lane. Yeah, uh, from outside Moody, of, Alabama. Uh, there we go. Yeah, outside of Birmingham. So, what are you expecting this weekend? Okay, so first of all, it, so last year, uh, you know, you had Junior Day and. Uh, it was scheduled on Alabama's junior day and like nobody showed up. It was like an epic failure. Yikes. And junior day is always a pretty big, pretty big deal. So this year, you know, we announce our we announce our junior day and Alabama does a, the boss Alabama move. They wait till we announce ours and they're gonna announce theirs on the same day as ours. So we're thinking, oh, here we go. It's a whole a whole nother thing again. You know, everybody's gonna go to Alabama. But this list is absolutely slam packed uh with top targets top targets that may be on commit watch okay so like I, I mean i'm not i'm not saying this weekend i would be shocked if we don't have at least one maybe maybe two uh more added to the list this week 
And you got guys that just uh, like guys that can go. This is not just your dudes that Auburn's their best offer. I mean, you got guys that are committed to other SEC programs. You got Demarcus Riddick, who who every single coach I believe has been to watch this kid play on his basketball team from in, at Chilton County High School. Hugh was there visiting on like one of the first times he could visit. All the coaches have been there. He's committed to Georgia, top one of the top players uh, in the country. Uh, you got Jamarian Fat is he a, Burnett. Is he a linebacker? Linebacker, yes. Okay. Jamarian Fat Burnett, uh, Fat Phat. I love that that nickname. That, I love that nickname. And he's a running back, and and he is Phat. I mean, this dude is six two, two twenty plus, and can run. He he's a monster. Uh, he's one that can go anywhere, and he's going to be here. So, I mean, there's a there's a four star cornerback from Tuscaloosa. Uh, that's going to be here. So, I mean, there, there's, there's just players like there's the, the excuses we heard last year. We're not hearing them this year. We're not hearing them this year. We're bringing dudes in uh, top level, top, top targets. And, and I think we're going to have some fireworks this weekend. So you, you think we see some, some bat signals on social media from the coaching staff? There's going to be some look, there should be some looking eyes and maybe some freeze emojis and uh, some eagles. Like there, there, there should be. I would be. I would be on the lookout this weekend. This weekend's going to be should be pretty exciting. Which coach bat signal do you like the most? Mine is. Uh, mine's caddies when he says "got action." Got I'll action. Run through, I will run through a wall as soon as I see that. I, I think I like Travon just because Travon can't keep his mouth shut. So he's going to tell, he's going to tell. The <laughs> he business. just gets so excited. <laughs> he gets so excited. <laughs> he's going to tell the business before he should every single time. So uh, I'm, I got him on tweet alert. So yeah. t- when I see the looking eyes and I start counting them up and I, mm-hmm. and I know, okay, that, th- that one was for, there's one set of eyes. That was for the first one. Oh, now we got two eyes. We got another one coming. So, uh, Trevon's de- Trevon's definitely my 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 favorite. Hey, I just like recruiting, man. I just like recruiting being fun again. Like feeling feeling excited about who's coming in, not feeling like we're settling. Like we're, we got we're going out and getting dudes. I love that we don't have to talk ourselves into stuff anymore. Where no. it's like everything's okay because of this. Like we're you going look at a we're going quality over quantity. <laughs> we did that yeah. for like four months straight last year. Yeah, we we would do a whole show of like, yeah, we we actually really do like this guy. No, but but like, I want guys. You just look at a picture of him in pads, and you're like, that dude's yeah, that guy. Well, there's no doubt. There's no doubt. No doubt about that kid. So I'm gonna we're driving down the mobile for the Senior Bowl next week. We're going down on Sunday, and I was nice. kind of I was kind of booking all the um, I was kind of booking the Airbnb and all that stuff, and it's like, that's when all the crap started happening a year ago. Yep. Was in because I heard like on that Tuesday, like, hey, it may be worse than you think it is. Really? What's going on? And then Harson came down and spoke with the media either Wednesday or Thursday. We did a show after that, I think. And it's just like, yeah, bro, what's going on? And then that's when it like swelled and all the stuff happened. So we've come a long way. A lot has happened in a year, Charlie Five. And I'm glad we're on this side of it opposed to a year ago. Yeah. Like at some point in time, he was off, off in Mexico. Like, I mean, when we're, I guess when we could have been recruiting or maybe it was the dead period, I don't know, but like we're gone from, from Mexico to we're, we're out chasing five stars. I mean, it's just, it's just outrageous. And then all these new seasons, man. And then right after this, we're going to have spring, spring football. Then we're going to have spring portal season. Then we're going to have summer 
uh, recruiting again. Like it's just, man, it's just going to be, it's going to be, a, it should be a fun ride. It should yeah, be a fun the, ride. The way the portal has changed things with these two like windows, it's really made the college football season last longer, which is what the NFL's done with free agency and the draft and stuff. So I'm all about it. I'm all about it. Charlie Five, how can people give you some love, my brother? Absolutely. Follow me on Twitter at the underscore Charlie underscore five. You can find me in the Locked On Auburn Discord every single day. Uh, in the Auburn uh, Live, the Corner Message Board, or Monday, Wednesday, Friday on the Dad Bod Golf Pod. Find all my written work at auburndaily.com, and we will see you tomorrow. This has been Locked On Auburn.